Yeah, but like, it's so satisfying because I think it takes like I don't know how many seasons of Buffy the Vampire Slayer it took them to get to guns, if ever. Uh, six. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah, six. And just, yeah. I remember just being well, like, in season six, and yeah. I'm like, "You live an hour's drive from L.A., bitch. Go get a gun." <laughs> you know. I mean, you have the policemen with their guns in in Phantom Blood too. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But we know that like. Jonathan they're is they're useless. Yeah. yeah, and like Jonathan's never gonna go just get a gun. And I'm just like, just go, like just shoot yeah. it a lot. They do yeah. use like a, a rocket launcher in season like two, two of yeah. Buffy. Um, but that's to kill one thing. Yeah, one and they, like, time. Never... Oh, and Xander knows about guns for some reason because of the Halloween yeah, costume, forever. Episode, which and is so bullshit. Forever he knows about guns, and yet Willow doesn't know a lot about the ghosts. I know. It's Can we really... go back to Harry Potter, please? <laughs> <laughs> what this podcast is really about. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Courtney Stanton. And this is JoJo's Bizarre Explainer. <laughs> it's the first episode of Battle Tendency. It's so exciting. Battle Tendency. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Blow out the mic. I was told to be excited, and I am. Yeah. That's how that works. We shouldn't have to tell you, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very strictly pro-Battle Tendency crowd. You'll be happy to know I actually am more excited about Battle Tendency this time. Like watching it the yeah. second time around. Oh, week. that's true. Right. Yeah, because I hate change and <laughs> and fear it. And so the first time we we watched this together, if you'll recall, I spent the whole time being like, wait, what? who are these? Who? What? Who's Joseph? I don't bring back the block of wood. <laughs> I was very confused. The and... other 195 centimeter block of wood. Yeah. Okay, but Joseph is at least a sentient block of wood. <laughs> oh no, Joseph has a lot of personality yeah. and, and it's scary like a, and different. It he's is like a carved, polished mahogany block. Whereas wow. Jonathan is like a, just like you cut a tree and like just you, a stump. He's yeah, a stump. But but like. Like, not in the ground anymore. You just, like, cut all the sides of it off, and then that's Jonathan. <laughs> okay. But it's really big, like, of a redwood. So Speedwagon, in the interim almost 50 years, has dedicated his life to, among other things, discovering oil in Texas. Mm-hmm. And he meets up with his buddy, Straitso, who's looking fly, and they decide to go to an Aztec ruin in Mexico. So, therefore, we finally get the payoff to the all the Aztec imagery that's been playing in the closing credits for the last nine episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you actually, like, when we when we cut to the Aztec ruins, you actually see the, like, motif of the sunlight chopping the head off of the vampire. Like, that's, like, it's the same picture from the, from the and from the closing credits and like now it's just on the wall of this place so we yep. know where they're from and even the blood going through like in rivulets yeah. in it eventually pays off as like oh this is something that actually happens that's why we keep seeing it in the closing yeah. credits but yeah so they they roll up into this Aztec ruin in Mexico just the entire country of Mexico not a sure. specific city <laughs> you know where the Aztecs lived that one place yeah and um, Iraqi is real good on research and they he, just, well he was focusing all of his research into these uh, the other research things which we will get to yeah it's true um and so they discover that there's this cave that has not one masks but like a whole bunch of masks tons of masks yeah so, so the mask that we've been thinking of is not just there's not the just mask. one there are, it, it Jim is Carrey's one the of, mask yeah. <laughs> it's one of many the masks and yeah and i literally like that elis and i both wrote the same joke in our yes. notes which is what's cooler than one mask a one billion, billion masks. masks. Has anyone ever done a thing where the mask from JoJo and the mask from Jim Carrey's the mask gets switched, and and Dio puts it on and turns into like a cartoon? Oh, Jesus. Like, um, 
do we really want to look like on the internet Avery. for that? I feel yeah. like probably somebody it has. It probably exists. I yeah. hope. Sadly. Okay. So, yes. I feel like we can make that video. But did Jim Carrey <laughs> turn into a vampire? Yes, Jim Carrey it? turns into a vampire and kills everyone he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Just the general production values, this arc are like so much better. They than- are. Yeah. Right away, Battle Tendency is like, it's a story about something. It's like, there's clearly an artistic vision here. Um, it's cohesive. It's not a bunch of random crap being thrown at you. It's drawn well. They obviously have enough people to do things like keyframe animation. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and also... The I, luxuries. The, yeah, I, the finer things yeah. in anime life. And I really enjoy that while this series, Battle Tendency, is set in 1938, the color palette that they use, especially for a lot of the fight scenes and those those really iconic... Um, still frames where they you're sort of getting the interiority of the characters is is much more like 80s Miami Vice, uh, which is the time period that the manga was being drawn in, and so you you get this really vivid pastel, bold, saturated, colors. yeah, super, and it's like and whereas like Phantom Blood's color palette was very like muted and like. I don't know. It was a lot of like neutralish blues, and in Battle Tendency, it's almost like rainbowy a lot of the time. It's like you have every single color on the screen that you can think of, and it is fucking beautiful. Like I, there are so many shots from like even these first two episodes that I would just like print out and like use as wallpaper in my home. Yes, that is. I can I can corroborate that. And there's a lot of I will say I think probably part of why you really like it is because their blues tend to be very turquoise. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of turquoise and pink and orange. It's really beautiful. I also just love like later on in the episode, you see a reaction of someone that Joseph is fighting. It's like a cutaway and you see the dude's face, but it's all blue. But there's these like weird, um, it's like almost like border paper bordering the top and bottom. And it just comes in for like 12 frames or something and then just goes away. But it's amazing. It's it's just like what? It's like a bold stylistic choice to just have these weird things. I don't know. I love it. No, Battle Tendency is so stylistically confident in a way that like phantom blood really took a while to like find its footing yeah um like right away it's just like we're gonna do this and like you're gonna like it and that's actually maybe one of my favorite things about jojo's bizarre adventure as a whole like it's one of the things i like about this series is that with Araki and also with the anime team at least like after phantom blood they kind of come in and they're just like we're gonna do this fucking over the top crazy (laughs) shit it's gonna be too colorful to make sense there's gonna be like all sorts of like weird fake science happening and you're gonna love it so just like strap in and i'm like yeah hell yeah and i really like that because then it helps carry me through some of the poorer choices yes yes um for example, uh, the the sort of everyman character for Battle Tendency, especially at the beginning, that is is the character that we're going to identify with, who's going to Sur- surrogate narrator, yeah, you know. who's going to uh, help be the sort of like I don't understand what's happening person, uh, which I think is very necessary to really get you comfortable. Is a character who is a young black man in he's a New Yorker. You know what do you name a young black man? Who lives in New York? If you're a Rocky, you name him Smokey. Well, Smokey Brown. I mean, he's, <laughs> Smokey I mean, Brown. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a musician, yes, so it yeah, isn't yeah, just yeah. like a totally yeah, random right. racism. It's just it's a it's a more of a specific Iraqi esque racism. Yeah. But isn't but, that great? No, it's it's not great. the The thing about Smokey though is like once you get once you get past his name, and obviously like I'm white, so like it's pretty easy for me to get past his name. Like it's gonna be yeah more difficult for people who are not white maybe, but. 
the execution of his character is good and yeah no smoke and he does it. not die yeah and he gets a really really good arc and yeah. like we he's the one who we're supposed to identify with and so like uh, like yep. so many things yep. in jojo especially early jojo the conception is extremely poor and sometimes and it's hit or miss the rest of the way so yeah. no i like as a character i actually yeah i agree with you i really like him he's great he's also again one of those people who it's like the second he meets jojo he's like well i'm loyal to you forever yeah, yeah. so he's another one of those, those sidekicks but he, um, he has a really good reason to be loyal to, oh, to, yeah. to yeah. jojo forever which, which is you know jojo like covers for him and like beats up cops for like yeah. saves him from police brutality yeah. like yeah. like that's pretty great. That's yeah. like a good reason to ally yourself with someone. Yeah. Let's talk for a second about Joseph's intro, which I think, I think, yeah, I think this is oh, my yeah. favorite JoJo intro. I mean, I understand others are like personality wise, maybe better introductions, but just for my politics, this is hands oh, down yeah, it's my great. favorite JoJo intro. It's great. So first of all, we see him, he's at a food cart. Yes. Like, like well, getting important like, characterization. Important, important characterization. This is something that is, that is, that stays with us for many arcs of JoJo is that Joseph Joestar loves street food. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I think for the next 60 years. Yes, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah, so he's at a food cart, and then Smokey pickpockets him, right. which, you know, honestly, if you're waving your wallet around like that, in yeah, New and, York. And, and it's clear that Joseph is like a tourist and, yeah. and, um, and, from and England. It, yeah. And like somewhat wealthy. Right. Yeah. So he gets pickpocketed, um, he kind of ambles along to follow up on that. He's not even like in a, he doesn't like run because the cops get to Smokey first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joseph just kind of like looks sideways and then he, yeah. But by the time he gets there, the cops are being the NYPD. Honestly, I think this is like really yeah. accurate. Yeah. Um, they're and, beating up Smokey and shaking him down. And they're like, like specifically saying like because it's because he's black. Yeah, and they're just going to like... Put fuck him in prison, him up. Yeah. yeah, for way too long. Um, and Joseph does the thing, which I didn't realize the first couple of times I watched this, but he does the exact thing that George Joestar did, where you're the, right, the lame is gambit, where he says, "Actually, like that, my wallet was a gift to oh, him." Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like George Joestar does with Dario Brando, yeah, where he says, "Like, actually, the ring was a gift," and it's the lame is reference. So then the cops ask him, "Then what's this kid's name?" Joseph doesn't know, mm-hmm. but uh, he's like, but he's my best friend, so you know, yeah. just let it ride. Yeah, uh, and, and then, then the, one of the cops wipes a booger on Joseph's face. Yeah, but you said like in the manga, it's like they're oh, well, even worse. Well, first, well, yeah, they're more racist in the manga. I mean, they're really racist in the anime, but in the manga, <laughs> they're more explicitly racist. Like they try and like bond with Joseph over like both being white, so that they can like gang up together on smoking. Oh, oh, also, the the main cop is drawn like a pig. Like he has a yes. pig's face, which yes. is amazing. Yes. And um, Joseph calls him a pig. Calls him a pig. Yeah. And then like punches him so hard, the cop's finger goes through his nose. Yes. And then he shoots Hamon through a bottle cap at the other cop's trigger finger. I think it's worth like specifically talking uh, about the Coca-Cola thing. Yeah. So like he's he buys a Coca-Cola at the food stand. <laughs> and um and then when he goes to confront the cops, you know, he punches the one and then the other one's like I'm going to shoot you and he's like I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to break your finger before you can shoot me from all the way over here. And the cops like what are you talking about? And so he pulls the trigger. He pulls the trigger and then or goes to pull the trigger yeah. and then Joseph like it's it's incredibly erotic uh, <laughs> he, i didn't know the, what word you were gonna say but that the, works the 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 cap just 
bursts off of the Coca-Cola. He he infuses the drink with Hamon energy. It just yeah. it just spews Coca-Cola and uh, and the cap just goes and hits the cop's fingers with and such force. Smashes it he, to bits. Yeah, just yeah, just it, he doesn't nasty. even like break the cop's finger. He just like he mutilates yeah. the cop's finger. And then um, he chugs the rest of the coke. Ch- he chugs it down <laughs> yeah. like an advertisement. And it like is he's just absolutely one of the most glorious. beautiful shots. It is definitely the most beautiful shot in the show so far, and yeah. it is one of the most beautiful shots overall like joseph joseph yeah his intro is wonderful we are immediately told like this guy is not jonathan joestar like he is stylish as hell like he has attitude he's actually fun well that's even speedwagon says it in this episode i think he says you know you look just like your grandfather but you are no gentleman you are no gentleman (laughs) yeah and honestly if i had him on i like to think that i would i would use it to beat up cops and save black kids Oh, we also immediately established that he has a he has like a temper. Yes. Like like as soon as he, after he beats up the cops, he goes, "Oh crap! I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> What's my granny gonna Grand, think?" And and it's and gr- his granny is of course Arena, who yeah. was boring as hell in Fanta Blood, but is now cool. She's amazing now. Yeah. She's, she's fantastic. She's sort of dressed like a flapper kind of, yeah, like an elderly, uh, like an elderly flapper. flapper, which makes sense because she she would be about twenty years out of date at that point. Yeah. Uh, so and we get that awesome flashback yes because yeah this episode jumps back and forth between uh Straso and speedwagon chatting in that cave and basically it goes back and forth between mexico and new york yeah 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 and so we get like the like Straso and speedwagon talking about little teenage 13 year old joseph yeah they're reminiscing about the first time joseph used, used him, him to, their, and... to their knowledge so his 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 puberty Slash. This is, to me, this is we get to see his bar mitzvah, basically. <laughs> Which is my favorite. Because he's he's I mean, like he's 13. even wearing a suit. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. thirteen. He's wearing a suit. Okay, a he's suit, in an airplane. A suit his granny Arena gave yeah. him. Yeah, that's true. So it looks almost exactly like Jonathan. Jonathan. He's got the little red bow tie yeah. and everything. And yeah. you see him reading a comic. Which in the anime is a comic of what's it called again? It's Bao Bao Bao, which is the first. It was Araki's first manga. Right. Araki's first manga. But in the manga, he's actually reading Superman, which explains why the anime team changed it. Which yeah. is but so cute. It's really cute. It's really yeah. cute that they changed it to Araki's first. Yeah, manga. it's really yeah. cute. Really adorable. And, and so and so yeah, he's just on this plane, and the plane is get in the middle of getting hijacked, and he just doesn't care. He's like, well. Whatever. It's like, you I'm know. not the one being hijacked. Yeah. You guys just continue with your hijacking. And then they get, and they hit him and get blood on his suit. And he's like, oh, my grandma got me this suit. Yeah. Like, I'm about to fuck y'all up. You're going down. And so, yeah, he uses Hamon to, to like put the pilot to sleep. He's just like, look, Speedwagon, we're, we're taking this pilot and we're just going to jump out of this now crashing plane. Yeah. And uh, maybe you want to keep an eye on just Joseph and every time he gets near an airplane, just for future. Yeah, this is know. the first time we see Joseph in an airplane, and it's also the first time Joseph Joseph crashes an airplane, <laughs> and it is not the last. Joseph Spoiler airplanes alert. OTP. <laughs> um, That's my OTP. Yeah. <laughs> cursed, cursed parent. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, and after they're done reminiscing about that time that Joseph, yeah, became so they're a man. like, became a man. <laughs> and yeah, so that's when like Speedwagon's like, yeah, he inherited it from his grandfather because that's apparently now you can inherit, it's like a Lamarckian trait and you can <laughs> yeah. inherit Well, it does, on. it does make kind of, I mean, it makes sense that like, because we know that Jonathan was already like. Was like a prodigy. Yeah, right? he was like genetically predisposed. A, yeah, so, so it makes sense that. 
that he's also yeah. genetically yeah. predisposed. But somehow, but, but, uh, but Jonathan is too stupid to figure it out, and Joseph right. is, not. is not. But also, like, in, I don't want to talk about it in too much detail. But we do learn more about Jonathan's lineage. Excuse me, Joseph's lineage later, and so yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if that plays uh, into, in, into the fact that he's yeah, able to. There's a strong a, line a of Hammond running through yeah, there his, through his family. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, Joseph and is it eventually becomes mutated, a wunderkind, <laughs> and so Straitso is like Speedwagon. You know about these masks. I'm going to murder you now. Yep. So it turns out Straitso's a villain. Yeah. Yep. Straitso, who is still beautiful when he's old, misses when he was even more beautiful when he was young. He and wants to, yeah, I mean, he's not- Literally, that's his motive. Yeah, he's not happy just being like the most beautiful old man in the world. He just wants to be young again. Yeah. Well, I and this is like- and we can get into this more in episode two, but I like the idea that like someone secretly was looking at Dio that whole time and was feeling how Eliz, you and I were feeling uh, yes. Dio that whole time. Or it's like- Man, he's, he's he looks great. <laughs> yeah, he's just a good like hashtag goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, yeah, like Streisand, like that whole time, Streisand was just standing there being like, like I mean, he tells us he's like he was so beautiful and powerful, just really incredible. Like I wanted to be like him. It turns out like we needed a random villain, and it's gonna be Streisand. Yeah, there are a couple of villain fakeouts in the season, and villain fakeouts. Man, I just I only just realized that there wasn't a villain fake out in Phantom Blood, but oh, there yeah. are about a million villain fake outs in every other yeah. arc of JoJo. Yeah. Like and I don't know if it's always because Araki like has plans or if he just I mean that's a pretty common thing in like shonen yeah. manga anyway, yeah. right? Like oh, just yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know. So yeah. But yeah. So like Straitso's not gonna be the main bad guy, but he's gonna be a bad guy for a little bit. Yep. Um and so He's like, hey, I have motivations and goals, and uh, my goal is to to be Dio, basically. So yeah, he, he puts on a fucking mask, and then he, he like smashes. He he, he kicks Speedwagon he, in the, um, the head. He cleaves his head. Which, yeah, like in half. Yeah, yeah. Yes, which we will Vertically. see many times. That's so the, gross. The, a head cleaving uh, thing is almost second to. But yeah, but Speedwagon's alive enough to like ask him why. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Speedwagon has a very strong brain that is not intimidated by his skull being split open. It's fine. He's fine. And then back. Meanwhile, back in New York, Joseph's like, "Hey, Granny, what's up with you and or Granddad? Were were either of you dating Speedwagon?" Yeah, it's a. I mean, it starts out that way, and then eventually like it's he's like he's about to. So what he says is like, "Hey, Granny, like Speedwagon, like he's like single." Was he? Right? Was he, he was, no, was he? Was he really Granddad's a uh, best friend, or you know, was it? Something, is there something else going on? It's it's, it's, yeah. it's very leading. Yeah, yeah. and before <laughs> he clarifies that he means with arena like with yeah. arena, it really does seem like they're going to go there uh, with Jonathan and Speedwagon, and they don't. <laughs> but luckily, we don't have to beg for scraps in this arc. Uh, yeah. no. There will be there will be some serious gay shit coming down the line. So um, look forward to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> extremely gay. But yeah, he's like quizzing her on their way to a restaurant where the most overtly racist man in New York is eating. <laughs> yes, and he's dressed in like a steampunk way, which is like some sort of, I assume, political statement against 
steampunk cosplayers. I mean, Jonathan which, like, has I agree, goggles Which, like, later, I agree right? with. It's weird. I also yeah. hate steampunk. The weirdest dude. The it, weirdest yeah. looking he's dude. weird looking dude, and he's like... His hair is like spaghetti or something. No, it, he's well, he's eating spaghetti, spaghetti and his oh, hair is like okay. is like triangles. All right. But he's, he's a very poorly developed he yeah, almost, He's almost like a late era JoJo design yeah he yeah, is yeah he is and and so so he sees Smokey in the restaurant and he's like what's this animal doing in here get him out of my sight and Smokey's like oh i'm used to this i'll just like quietly leave and joseph is like no we're i'm going to defend your honor yeah and then arena chimes in and joseph looks at her and is like you're not going to tell me not to beat the shit out of this guy right and arena goes no people are free to have their own opinions but he insulted a friend Take him out, yeah, but don't harm out. the other customers. <laughs> and this is where you're like, oh, new old arena is fucking amazing. Yeah, she's she great. rules. Yep. And Joseph is like, I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah. Time and so, to beat the shit out of this guy. And so this is where we see Joseph do, the for the first time, a couple of things that are trademark moves for him. So we find out that he is like, he's basically got a Sherlock Holmes level of right. observation. Yep. He's like, I see you're reaching for your brass knuckles. I know you fight with brass knuckles because of the abrasions on your hand, but I know they're in your back pocket and not your front pocket because blah, blah, blah. And he just goes into this long monologue where he predicts everything about the dude just from observing him. And in addition to being able to predict stuff about the dude, he's also able to predict what the dude is going to say next, which is like a which is like the iconic yep. Joseph Joestar move. And it's really fun and it's really satisfying. So he says like next you'll say and then he says the thing and then as soon as he says it the other character says it. Right. And then, and and then and goes, <gasps> <laughs> Yeah. You predicted what I was going to say. What? what? Yeah, every uh. time. It's amazing. There's a really great like super cut of it on YouTube, which you shouldn't watch because it's full of spoilers. But yeah, but then when you're done watching, yeah, yeah. yeah it's which is like saying you're next you'll say but but yeah. But. I really <gasps> I really enjoy that. I like to think of Joseph Joestar as the like there's that modern BBC version of Sherlock Holmes TV show. Yeah, Sherlock. Yeah, with Benedict Cumberbatch. I would really like Joseph Joestar instead of Sherlock. Sherlock. Yeah, Joseph Joestar is is much better because he like knows how to have a good time and he is fucking hot. Yeah, and he's like nice to people. Yeah, he like cares. <laughs> what I'm saying is Sherlock is a bad show. <laughs> so, but, the official JoJo's Bizarre Explainer <laughs> review of Sherlock, zero out of ten. So watch JoJo instead. So Joseph beats this random dude. Oh and yeah, then, into the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I love how he's just like. I can predict anything your pitiful brain can Yeah, yeah. And then everyone, in the, everyone in the restaurant is like, golf clap. Yeah, golf yes, clap. It's for so him. good. And then, and then this other more traditionally mafia looking dude stands up and is like, I apologize for my underling. You know, aren't you Arena Joe star? I do a lot of business with Mr. Speedwagon. And this is where Courtney and I realized that you know it probably because he's he's he specifically so said he's like that guy's a mafioso well because he says he talked he's like oh i heard about you like uh you know mr speedwagon told me about you when we were talking in london and it's like well they obviously were hanging out in the pirate club yeah. yes and so, and so i, <laughs> I think, was shocked by this revelation so in, this morning so in 49 years the but the pirate club has gone international uh it's it's now got branches in the italian mafia and the new york mafia and, yeah you know, oh my god is know, Giorno's right? gang mm. run by the pirate club? Getting ahead. Getting ahead. Way, way ahead. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. But... I'm just saying, like, obviously, <laughs> the. So, Speedwagon is a quote, I'm doing air quotes, quote unquote, oil tycoon. Right. Um, He's 
A legitimate businessman. Yes. He's, a, he's a very oh God, legitimate. He is a legitimate businessman. <laughs> His legitimate business is oil. Yeah, that's the one that that's the, the front. Yeah, right. that's the one that the, I mean, the I law mean, firm how, from the Good Wife represents. How, yes. yes. How? <laughs> How, exactly. Exactly. I mean, how like I mean, you know, yeah. His story is he was penniless and broke, and he went to Texas and was dying in the desert, and then stumbled across some oil. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. that's what yeah. happened. And definitely wasn't like the gang lord from Ogre Street. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, <laughs> cultivated his contact. Definitely right. not rich. Not. Yep. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, and so we really like. I think this is in forty nine years we go from Ogre Street to Ogre World. So are they still going by the Pirate Club? Like or because I, I assume eventually it'll be like some sort of like maybe it's like the pirate organization or right. the pirate corporation, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like something a little because, bit more legitimate. Because I feel like eventually it'll definitely be kind of like some sort of like Freemason type situation, yeah. Where yeah. it's like you kind of know yeah. what it is, like you know what yeah. like it is on the outside, but on the inside, like only some people know. Well, I feel like maybe it's like maybe he hasn't had to really formalize it yet and they really get their shit together yeah. once he dies. That's true. And then like all the, because all the contacts from like all over the world will like get together and be yeah. like, okay, what do we do with this legacy right. network Right, now? right, yeah. like, yeah. Like, uh, like, like racist Native American guy, yep. racist Chinese guy, yep. we'll yeah. all like get together. And... Yeah. And they'll all sit down and yeah. be like, shit. <laughs> and, and racist Italian guy now. Yeah. Right, yeah, have. racist Italian yeah. guy. Yeah, they're all, maybe... they're all VPs of their own respective yeah. racist stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Ruth is like oh, running oh, a chapter. Oh, shit. Ruth has the, the Wind Knight's oh. Lot chapter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ruth is badass enough to yeah. like, to like run a she chapter probably, of the Pirate Yeah, they probably like send her to another country to like start branches there or like like yeah. consolidate some of the the local criminal elements she's like a fixer or something. yeah she's yeah. well yeah they said yeah no they send her out and they're like hey like we know about this one like disorganized criminal element yeah. Maybe we you need can, you like... to, we need you to slap yeah. many many people yeah. until yeah. they all get in line she she's like fine and, and she's like oh you're afraid to invest Bam! Yeah. <laughs> so after they find out that uh speedwagon's dead and joseph you know reasonably punches the guy who tells them that and so and then this is where i do remember this is the first time i was i was watching the show i actually started to really like him because he goes out to for i guess drinks with Smokey, and they're like reading a magazine and uh at irene oh sorry they're talking about padded bras yes. by the way yes like Just like jonathan's looking at a magazine and he's like he sees an ad for padded bras and he's like do you Smokey? do you think this could really work it so, says it can take you from a double a cup to a c cup because that's why i'm like i'm like this is like the smartest guy in the world somehow cannot figure out that like those wouldn't work on a on, they're not real and then i was like oh he's obviously looking for himself right um and that completely holds up as well yeah it does yeah. 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 Um, I, love, I love joseph a lot yeah. um but and smoky's like no and yeah smoky's <laughs> like please don't trust these snake oil salesmen yeah. joseph please but, be careful in the world <laughs> <laughs> so we just like, like but basically also this like canonically holds through as a thread which is like when it comes to women joseph has no capacity to use logical thought like he, he just cannot figure That's it out true. um yep like he he just it's almost like really he never met a woman before and doesn't have any interest in it it's really oh weird. yeah no um yeah he's very like he's kind of like the human character embodiment of like compulsory heterosexuality like like he'll see women walk by and he'll just be like time to cat call right it's, yeah i saw yeah. that in a book one time yeah. it's, look it's, at those skirts it's, yes it's like that scene in the 40 year old virgin where he's yes. like trying to pretend like he's had sex and he's like you know like a wet bag of sand yep, you know like it's extremely joseph it's so bad so yeah so he's hanging out with with smoky and he sees 
a beautiful vampire hanging out in the window. <laughs> and he's like, like and again, he's like fake. Like, that's the thing is that it's like he's someone who's really good in a fight at like deducing things. I think it's just like when his adrenaline gets up and like the ham on kicks in because the rest of the time he is so not smooth and no. so extra because he's just like, hmm, hold on a minute. What was... Bye. Well, I mean, he's so. I mean, he's just fucking. He he. So he goes outside. And he he's just fucking with Strizo. And like, this is something again that we just have not seen this at all. Like, uh, until now. And like, Joseph goes outside and he's just like, "Hmm, you look kind of familiar." Right? Did I notice a fang in your yeah. mouth? Did You're I? breathing, but there's no mist coming out, even though it's cold. Yeah. So weird. He's so goofy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, but like. It's one of those things where it's like, do you think you're being smooth? Because you're not being no, smooth. No, I think that he's, yeah, I think he, in this case, does not. Um, and so, but like, straight so clearly thinks that he is being smooth. Yes. And he's like, I'm just going to kill you now. And John Oh, he does an amazing hair flip. Too. Oh, yeah. Yes. He does. Straight so is beautiful. And he's, then there's some really yeah. good posing. And then Joseph's like, mm, no, you're not going to kill me. And he pulls out a motherfucking Tommy gun and just opens fire <laughs> and unloads his entire clip of bullets into Strait and, uh, and the cafe. Just and like, the like, cafe. Like, like the cafe is on the other side of Strizo. <laughs> and like, so the whole, the whole, Cafe just has everyone yeah. just gets down on the ground. They're like, ah, yeah. Smokey is like, Smokey is like, I knew he was crazy, but he's not. Yeah, it's like, crazy. where did he get that guy? Uh, a, a, a repeated <laughs> refrain from Smokey is always, I can't believe this guy. Yeah. Like, uh, so and so after Jonathan shoots the crap out of, um, which is what I always want someone to do. That's why I really liked it because I was yeah. just like, I don't care if it like, like permanently kills. The vampire, which in at this least case, you try. Yeah, it's like you did like the most. Like you're using all of the tools at your disposal. Right. Yeah. Well, and, he's, and he's he even says right afterwards. He's like, "This probably doesn't kill you. I mostly just did this to piss you off." And then we get the best, really, really good roundabout outro where where uh, just it's so good, yeah. it's so dramatic. Um, and we see Joseph. Uh, crying. Yeah, he like walks looking, through the window. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, like he looking wipes a, te- at, a tear from his eye. Yeah, and crying. He's, he's like, like, that was for Speedwagon. This is war. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really good. And yes. it's that good lead out. And then yeah. we see the end credits. Yeah, and the end credits are cool. I, lo- I just love that they open with the stone mask, but then the stone mask immediately explodes. Right. Because so they're like, the stone mask doesn't matter. Anymore. It literally starts with like the last shot of the first yeah. uh, end credits. Yeah. And which we're like kind of like a maze getting to the stone mask. And so it just starts at the end of the maze. And now we're in like a different situation. Yeah. And so the stone mask explodes. And then, and then you also see hands actually. We get, we see more, we see a hand motif. And we actually see something that we see a lot of in the rest of JoJo for the first time, which is a hand with a J in it. That's like, that's like appears in multiple places. Yeah. Maybe that's a good JoJo tattoo. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I, oh, J yeah. In it. I was that's literally like, just thinking like, that. Like the, like with like jewels and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to get it together? Uh, I'm still I'm still holding out for the lavender star. Yeah. I have to get buffing up, but then one day I want to be a real JoJo. Any any parting thoughts on this extremely jam-packed episode? It's good. Yeah. Everyone I've ever watched this with, except for Courtney apparently, I don't remember, <laughs> has been like kind of dragging through Phantom Blood. And then when we get to Battle Tendency, they're like, oh shit. Like, this is a totally different show, and it is just right from the beginning, just so much better. It looks so much better. I do, like, every time I, I watch it, and I'm just And the pacing like, is, yeah. like, almost as if, like, sentient 
humans are writing it. <laughs> a lot happened. I, I just, I do, like we were texting this morning. It's like, God, so much happens every episode. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So next up, next week, uh, we'll be. We have our opening. We have the first opener. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to next week. But yeah, that's it for, for this week's JoJo's Bizarre Explainer. We just wanted to thank everyone who joined us for our stream last week. It was super great. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, even though I was the one who had to actually like play the game. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. You just super sucked at killing the dogman and the bird cat people. God. No, you did You did 30 out of 50. No, I think it was 20 out of 50. That's, what, that's how many were left. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. I, did, right. I killed 30 dogmen and cat people. Cat, cat birds. birds. Yeah. yeah. So that's a 60 out of 100. It's I spewed many a snake out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about. You did about. lots of squats. Yeah, you did. We streamed the the PS2 Phantom Blood game last week on Twitch, and it was delightful. And it is uh, it is now up on our YouTube channel. Is it for real? By the time they listen to this, it will be. Awesome! Leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll find us killing cat birds and dog men it'll yeah. be great you it, won't regret it it will and you'll watch me eat an entire bag of lentil chips and, and you'll and you'll get to see uh <laughs> you'll get to see me kill 15 aztec warriors at about 15 frames per second and yeah. uh you'll get to see uh our cat yorda's tail yep uh, a couple you'll, times you'll get to see um us all puffy and sweaty from being in an apartment with no air conditioning yeah it'll be great it'll be a great experience for everyone yes um, but yeah seriously thanks for everyone who hung out with us hopefully you'll come back for the next stream that we do jojo's bizarre explainer is recorded in portland aura aura oregon at stream pdx mobile podcast studio thank you to the folks at stream pdx and open signal our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJojo or find us on the web at ExplainJojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Joseph would leave for street food. <laughs>